Welcome back to another episode of the Forever Game Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler, with Jamie, as always. And today, we wanted to put together a how-to. How to start podcasting now, whether you're a beginner or you want to jump into this maybe at an intermediate or pro level. We're going to walk you through the strategy of how to start, the equipment that you need, all of the questions that you ask yourself to present barriers for yourself so you don't take action. We're going to put that all to rest. And when you're done listening to this, I hope you enjoyed it, number one. But more than that, I hope you do something with it. The reality is you probably have all of the equipment that you need. You just need to learn a little bit of strategy and connect the dots between recording to publishing to marketing. Please listen to this. Go start your podcast. Send, a, send us a message when your first episode is out. We'd love to share it. Okay, well, hi, everybody. Uh, Jamie and I are uh, not sitting in the same place. She's um, at her uh, apartment, which is just her temporary home until she moves into her, her brand new spanking new house. I am in my basement dungeon office. And one of the thing that we want to talk about today is really uh, to all those people out there that have thought about or have been interested in starting a podcast. Jamie, why do you think they should like think about podcasting? What do you like about it? I'm turning your volume up in my ears because I'm partially deaf, so I gotta crank it. It's true. Say that question one more time. You have... <laughs> why, like, why should people, if they if they are interested in it, they kind of know why. Um, but what about people that have not really thought about podcasting and like producing a podcast? Why should they? Do you think? Why should they? Yeah. Well, um, there's some supporting data around people that are consumers that are listening to podcasts out there and the number of um, we were just discussing the number of YouTube channels compared to podcasts. There's a large um, difference in between and there's a huge opportunity within the podcasting platform right now for people to take advantage of. And it's also one of the things that like everybody has the ability to do. They know mm -hmm. a certain subject matter. They're in a certain line of work or they just are really into some like hobby that they want to talk about and build a community around. Podcasting is a really easy way to do that, that I think people bypass because they think it sounds hard. Right. And they, I think when, when they think about having some sort of show, you know, for their business, for themselves, for fun, um, I think a lot of people probably think about YouTube and yeah. like, Oh, it'd be so cool to do that. Um, but the reality is there are 31 million YouTube channels and there are roughly 900,000 podcasts. And if you looked at just the active ones, you're cutting that probably by 70%, like yeah. cut it down 70%. And you're looking at the number of active podcasts and active YouTube channels. And I'm guessing the ratios are still pretty close to the same, like 30 to one. Um, the reality is it's still early. It's still very early. And with the trends in podcasts right now, skyrocketing, like going up 20 to 30% in the U S every single year, um, with 110 million people saying in the U S alone saying that they are active podcast listeners, mm -hmm. um, 80% of those people listen to 
almost an entire episode every time they turn it on. So they pretty much complete every episode and they listen to an average. So that's 80% of roughly 100 million. So 80 million Americans will listen to, on average, seven episodes a week. That seems like a lot. Uh, that's but me. I that's easily do that. Yeah, I fall into probably the 10 per week category. Right. Most most times. But yeah, I'm in the mix. How about the 50% um, of podcast listeners are male? Right. That's an interesting and stat. Yeah, 56% of Americans um, that listen to podcasts are male. And you're right. I think it's cool because if you look at other forms of like digital marketing or content marketing, um, there are only really like two platforms, podcasts and LinkedIn are the only two platforms where men are actually outnumber women as monthly active users. Right. Otherwise, Facebook, Instagram, like Snapchat, all of the other big ones are all dominated by women. So if you want to have a chance to dive into that men category, if you are seeking male, um, podcast is the way to go. And I think more than anything, it's an easier entry point than video. Definitely. I think people can get really intimidated by the video side. And so if you've thought about it, if you're interested, this episode, we're going to walk through how you get started, the best places to like host, what equipment you should use uh, when you're just starting. And we'll talk about entry level and then pro level stuff. Mm -hmm. And we're determining, we're then by default considering ourselves pro pro levels. What um, would be, because we're gonna... I have an interesting thought. So Tyler, this is your TFG, the Forever Game is your second podcast that you've started. Game, yes. Yep. Why did you start your first one and what got you like up and running with it? I'm just curious. You know, that's a great question, Jamie. And the reason I like it so much is because I get to answer it. And <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. I started the first one because I wanted to learn. It was like a just documenting my learning journey. It was not me trying to like, maybe there was a small percentage of me is like, oh, wouldn't this be cool if this went viral and got huge? But really, I knew that that was not really an option. It was just me wanting to like go and learn more about business and education and where education could go. And to be perfectly honest, for me to just vent about education your, as someone Some of your that frustrations. Has, yeah. Yeah. And so I had a bunch of interviews, talked to a lot of really cool people, built a pretty awesome network, um, both on LinkedIn, just because I was posting so much content about the podcast and from connecting with these people um, and having them on my show. In fact, we've had some of the those same guests join our show and there was like an easy yes because they already knew me from mm -hmm. the previous one. Follow-up question so, then, Tyler. Yeah. Did you, yep. I think another important note for people is like how to determine what does success look like for your podcast? So yes. um, yep. I'm just curious, you would probably consider your first podcast, it's still kind of, you're like resurrecting it, but the first podcast yep. is success because it led to a lot of different opportunities that you never would have even like tapped into if it hadn't been for what? the podcast motivating you to do that. 100%. It brought opportunities to me that I wasn't going out and trying to like sell myself on. Right. And it's a, it just builds credibility and builds people's, it builds your own brand is what mm -hmm. it does. Mm -hmm. it, like 
what we're going to talk about building your brand is exactly what it did for me, but I didn't see that. I didn't like anticipate doing that. It just happened. All of a sudden I was getting asked to like come and speak at conferences and I was getting job offers from people in education all right. across the country. In fact, there's this guy that's still trying, still from the podcast days, still trying to hire me still today. I have a, I have a conference call with him at 1230 today and it just brought all those things to me. And then you get people, it's funny, um, about a third of my guests on that one, they came to me and were like, hey, I saw you just had this person on, like when, after I had this Ted Dintersmith guy on who was like huge in the education and, yeah. Yeah, and the VC world. People were, came to me and were like, oh my gosh, uh, I'm a great candidate. Here's why. They're like selling me on why they should be on. And, um, and I'm like, well, let's see. I don't know. I mean, just kidding. Like I was, I was like, of course you can be on. And I got burned a few times, to be honest. I recorded some that sucked. Mm-hmm. And I, I learned some lessons that we're going to share in here when it comes to having guests. Um, so, okay, we can yes, get into that. I just wanted to lay some context of like, yeah, why you would start it's, one, what motivates people and how you define success. Because it's very important. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad you brought that up. Because if you are setting a goal of you want to be famous and make a lot of money from, well, those are, you want to be the next Joe people. Rogan, not going to happen. Yes. Well, it's probably not going to happen. And, um, <laughs> If you're trying to monetize right away, it's going to slow your growth as a podcast. For sure. As soon as you start adding ads or pre-rolls or whatever, it becomes less engaging. Um, you want to build your brand as, as much as you can first and look at it as a branding marketing tool for you, not something that you're going to monetize. You can do that later if you want, when, if it gets, if and when it gets big. Um, but your goal is to build brand quickly and build trust and authenticity with your audience. So, okay, let's do it. I think the, I think the first thing we should talk about is, um, how do you pick your topic and how do you pick like your theme for your podcast? Right. Okay. And I think that it just makes the most sense to give yourself the latitude to, um, talk about things that you enjoy. And if you don't, and things that you care about, because those are those are areas where you're already like reading about it um, on your own time, you're interested in it. Uh, you are more educated than ninety five percent of the population in that thing because you care about it. Mm-hmm. If if you work in insurance and you don't necessarily love insurance, but you're researching golf all the time, I I would say you should start a golf podcast, not an insurance podcast. Does okay. that make sense? Yep. Yep. But you can also um, go the route of kind of what you did is you've, you had experience in education and then you were documenting the learning or like we do with the forever game, you document the learning of doing something new and exploring, you know, a new Avenue. Yeah, totally. The documenting side is really important and you can kind of blend the two. You can have guests and you can document what you're working on and you can talk about what you're passionate about all three. Mm-hmm. So, um, you've decided you're going to do one or you're interested in doing it. You've kind of picked your topic or area that interests you. And don't worry about defining that right away because to be honest, no one's going to listen right away. It's <laughs> going to be your friends and family and they're going to listen because they're interested. You'll find your flow eventually. Right. Um, so let's talk about um, the practical side of how you start. And we're going to talk about the barriers that people always bring up at the beginning We've talked, we've been approached by several different people, 
right, over the past few months about we want to start a podcast, whether it's a business reaching out to us wanting advice or an individual or a couple of individuals. And they're always like, we want to start a podcast, but, and they always have barriers they bring up. What do they typically bring up? <laughs> I think of somebody specifically, Nick Patton, who ha really wants to start a podcast, but doesn't know what to talk about. So that's another oh. avenue. That's another excuse I hear. <laughs> yeah, I what think it be about it could his could be um, a blend of a bunch of different things. His should be on running a business, the brewery. It should be on the books that he's reading. If he's a book reader, like yeah. just talking about what he's learning in the books and how that relates to what he's doing. All of those things are super interesting. I would much rather listen to a podcast of someone digesting a book and then finding parallels to real life than reading the to their book business. Myself. Yeah. To their business or their uh -huh. life or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So I okay, think so that's, that's easy enough. Yep. What other excuses do we hear? Equipment is the biggest one. Yeah. People are like, I don't have professional equipment. And so in the, this discussion here, we're going to talk about the bare bones of what you need to start. And then also in the show notes, we will, so Chloe, this is for you. We will link in the equipment that we use. And yeah, so like the, um, the glamorous side, because ours is so yeah, but, well, like the pro side of the equipment that we use and why we, why we use it. We don't necessarily use the highest end stuff, but we have a couple of key pieces of tech that really make the job easier. Makes it more but efficient. They are, they are not the things that you should buy right away. Absolutely not. Yeah. And, and I didn't when I first started. So right? bootstrappers edition of podcasting. Let's. Yep. Where to start? Let's jump into it. Okay. So the first thing we're going to talk about is environment. So you have the topic, you know, you're going to start it. Um, you need to find a place where you can record. You don't have to worry about hosting websites. We'll get to all of that. We'll talk about distribution. Um, you need to get some recordings done. That's the key. And once you have those files to work with, then we can talk about how you um, go about distributing them, how you do hosting. So the environment. You might think you have a quiet environment. What you need to do is you need to put on headphones and um, you need to open an app on your phone that is voice memos, that is something like that, or just open your laptop and um, any sort of sound recorder, voice recorder. There's a program called Audacity that is free for any platform. You can just go search um, A-U-D-A-C-I-T-Y, search Audacity, find it, download it, and you can immediately press record and just use your computer's mic or plug in your headphones um, and start recording. And the, the goal of this is to listen to the background noise. You cannot hear it in your brain, but when you listen to it on a recording, you can hear it then. Yep. And so we're trying to find a place with as little background noise as possible. So that's your environment. You should be comfortable and um, have a spot that's relatively quiet. Um, question that people might mm -hmm. bring up. So recommended, Tyler, I'm asking you because I feel like you know more than me. Should they plug their headphones like us that we're wearing because they have built-in microphones into their phone or should they just talk into the phone? I would always use the headphones. Always. Okay. Always use the headphones with the mic. If you have an Apple device or you know someone that has one or or like the, the old school 3.5 millimeter headphones, not the lightning port ones uh, that you could use for an Android device, regardless of the device that you have, 
the $5 headphones that come with a, um, an iPhone are actually phenom have a phenomenal mic for an entry level mic. You do not have to invest in a microphone to start. Do not let that be a barrier, even if it's on two day shipping. Don't spend the money. <laughs> plug in, plug in those headphones um, into your computer. Or, and the reason I want you to plug it into your computer is because then you can easily work with the audio file instead of plugging it into a phone and trying to email the file over and all sorts of weird things. Um, so uh, the, the, the microphone is your headphones. And I want to talk about voice for a second because a lot of people, everyone hates hearing their own voice. They hate it. You need to get over that shit. It's the worst. And you, you do get over it. You need to get over it now. It's going to not sound normal. You're going to think you sound weird. Um, you're the only person that thinks it sound weird. sounds weird. No one else thinks that because obviously they listen to your voice more than you do. Right. Uh, so get over that. And I put that in there because that is a barrier for almost everyone. They're like, oh my gosh, I started a podcast and I hate the way I sound. I sound like an idiot. I'm like, hey, uh, I feel you. When I hear myself, I still think that. Do you know how, maybe I'll just admit this now, how nervous I was the first time, the first like 10 episodes of the Forever Game podcast? Really? Oh my gosh. I was like sweating in every episode. <laughs> I hate it. Seriously. I don't like, you know this, Tyler, you know, I don't love talking, but it's been so good for me to like force myself to communicate in this way because I've gotten way more comfortable with just expressing things and talking things through out loud, even though I, you know, that's not my go-to, but no. I was fucking nervous. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I didn't, I didn't say that because it's okay for people to be right. nervous and like not know if they're thing what they're saying even is even making sense. It doesn't matter. You just gotta, you gotta get through it and just say it out loud. Right. And work yeah. out the kinks. You, you <laughs> You do. And you'll discover your style. You'll discover like a cadence as you go. Just know that the first 10 episodes are not going to be good, but we want to record three to five of them. Mm -hmm. This is just, don't worry about the intros. Don't worry about the outros. Don't worry about any of that. Start with like, Hey guys, welcome to the blank podcast. Today we are talking about this, this, and this, and then just get into it. Yep. If, if you need to have notes in front of you where you outline your topics to keep yourself on track, that's something I started doing halfway through my first podcast because I would just freaking ramble and go off and to, to strange sort of places. <laughs> um, and then I would get lost and be like, oh yeah, what was I doing again? Yeah. And um, for our podcast, so do we do that as well because same reasoning. <laughs> Tyler yes. will go off and so get lost in a land of right. who knows what. Exactly. And then I won't, and I won't say anything because I won't know what to talk about and I need notes. <laughs> yes. So build a little outline about Probably. the major key points. Don't do not write it out, just an outline. And then, so you can look down and remember what the next thing is that's coming while you're currently still talking about the, some initial point. Yep. Just helps you. You'll naturally figure this out. Um, and you're having a conversation with yourself really, but you'll figure out how to just kind of direct that flow in your language as you do it more and more. And again, just know we're not letting perfect get in the way of getting started. And that is a problem for everybody. Yep. Okay. We, we talked about the mics. Um, you can spend as much money as you want on a mic. When you get to episode 50, do not spend a dollar on a microphone until you get to episode 50 or beyond. It, if then you want to upgrade your mic, you can spend $40. You can spend $700 per mic. 
Um, we will link the ones that we use in the show notes. Okay, next it comes to the recording device that you're going to use. So I use, um, when I first started, I used my computer and I used GarageBand, which is a free software on the Mac. You can also use that Audacity program, which is free, and plug in your microphone, which is your headphones, hit the record button on that software, and just start recording. You can then afterwards, and this is what I suggest you do, afterwards, you'll then record your intro, where you'll say the welcome, you'll have some music, and we'll get to this, and you'll very quickly recap what it is you're going to talk about. All of that cool. can be done in Audacity. All of it can be done in Audacity for free. If you have a Mac, use GarageBand. It's 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 more native and, and easier to use. Mm -hmm. um, all of these things, by the way, that we're listing, you're going to want to Google them on YouTube to get very specific directions, like in video on how to uh, use Audacity, how to do this in Audacity, because it's free and it's a really good program, but you need to know some shortcut keys that aren't easy to find unless you look it up. So like to cut, to paste, to insert, all that stuff. There are shortcut, there are key shortcuts that you'll want to use. Let's talk about the phone side. You can record directly into your phone on an app like Voice Memos or any dollar, two dollar decent voice recorder, and use those same headphones, and it will work very, very well. And you can run, and I think it's worth noting, you can run your entire podcast strictly from a phone. If all you have is your phone, you can one hundred percent start and run a successful podcast directly through your phone using the Anchor app. Download Anchor. It's free. They actually host your podcast for free. And um, they make it pretty easy to distribute. They make it pretty easy to pull out little snippets. You can download Anchor, go and figure it out, YouTube, how to get started on Anchor, and you'll find some pretty cool things for that. So you can use either. Um, Let's talk about editing real quick for people. So the editing side, all you're doing when you're starting a show like this is getting out episodes. You might be obsessed with making things sound or look really, really cool because you have a creative side and you listen to a lot of podcasts and you want to make it like that. And I'm comfortable with that, but always have scale in mind. Because in my opinion, when you start, you have all this energy and you're excited to do it and put in the work that will fade by like episode 12 or 13, when you haven't had all these listeners miraculously come when you've never talked about it to anyone. And it's still kind of a secret and you don't market it. Like you're going to be sad yeah. and then you're going to slow down. And so what you want your process to have, thanks for the input is you want to have, <laughs> you want to have a process down that allows you to do this quickly and get them out quickly. So you need to record an intro. You need to record an outro. The outro can all be the same. The intro can all be the same if you want it to be. And then you can just stick those at the beginning, stick those at the end, put in the recording um, and just let her fly and publish it. And that's what I would suggest you do when you start. That's like my opinion because your goal is to get out more, get out more, get in a rhythm for how this works and build out your workflow. Then if you decide, you know what, I'm going to change up the intro or I'm going to have a more personalized intro for each episode. You can then add that with your other workflow established because at the beginning you're so like stressed about remembering what the next step is and 
Oh, I got to get a photo. Oh, I got to write a little summary. Um, does that make sense? Are you asking me? <laughs> yeah, I am. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. I would say uh, we're on episode how, what number and we don't even have an intro and an outro, Tyler. <laughs> I, I do intros on when we start the, uh, no, I don't. I, we just get right into it on our podcast. Anyways, I'm just and saying again, you can do whatever works. Like it doesn't, again, yeah. don't stress it being perfect or sounding like everybody else's. Just get whatever you're working on out there. Yes. And I think it's, you bring up a good point. Like you don't even need an intro. You can just be like, just start. Hey guys, thanks for listening. Da, 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 da. Get right to it. Mm-hmm. Um, publishing. And this is the hard part for people. Um, where you host the podcast is, is not nearly as important as distributing the podcast after it's being hosted. People like will disagree on which hosting software is the best. My favorite two are SoundCloud um, and ours, which is Simplecast. SoundCloud and Simplecast are my two favorite ones. SoundCloud because it has a massive library of music and podcasts that people can actually download the SoundCloud app itself. And it's like a third distant, like not favorite cousin of um, Spotify. And so it has its own little system for like showing people your podcast on SoundCloud. Um, Simplecast, I really, really like, um, even though it's not well known because you can do these like cool micro pieces of your of your podcast that you can download as, in a video form, and it like saves a bunch of time with with regards to creating micro pieces of content in your podcast that you can share in social media. And Jamie even uses Simplecast. She like goes on there and writes summaries and stuff. Yeah, I think it's super easy to use. I'd never heard of it prior to us using it, but it is really helpful. We also use like the plugin on the back end to fuel the website, the um, 1017 website. So our episodes show up there, our most recent ones, like our last five or so. So I think that's also a helpful tool. Yeah, it's, and again, this is all filtered. Everything we're, everything we're telling you is with the caveat of go and YouTube it, just mm-hmm. to watch someone do that specific thing for you. Um, so that's hosting and as you cannot go to the, I would not suggest going to the host site or trying to start that up until you have files, you're ready to upload. You've done some recordings of some discussions and what you're going to need for that is you're going to need an episode photo. You're going to need a show photo. You're going to need a summary of your show. And then you're going to need those individual episode summaries. So be prepared. When you've done the recording, you're not done. You just get to hit upload and you're done. You can on Anchor, actually. That's why I, I like Anchor for people that are starting. Um, but if you want more of a hands-on approach to distribution and things like that, you need a host site. And Simplecast, I think I think Simplecast is 25 bucks a month. And um, we can have unlimited downloads, uh, uh, $35 a month. And... We can have four team members, so we can have multiple people log into that same account, our podcast account with their own logins, and add to the episodes. That's how Jamie writes in the summaries. Um, that's how Chloe writes in the the show notes and things like that. And Simplecast has their own show notes page for your podcast. So if you don't have a website, 
you can have use Simplecast's backend to be your podcast website. Mm -hmm. So that's a nice little. How about thing. a question I've heard? I don't know if we're still getting there in this, but getting approved by yep. Apple and yep. and yep, we're getting there. Okay, Google. I mean, yep. So once you have the host site, which again the two that we that are my favorite, pick whatever one you want, but the, well, I guess three are. Simplecast, SoundCloud, and Anchor. Once it is uploaded there and you've in, like, created your account, you've set up the basic details for your podcast, then um, you've published three episodes. So publish three episodes at once, at least three. Then um, you go into the settings of your podcast. And in Simplecast, it's actually really, really easy to do this. Um, it automatically shows you when you upload your episodes what your RSS feed link is. So it's a URL, an RSS feed, a link that you will take, copy it, and then you'll Google, you'll just go to Google and type in Apple Podcasts. And uh, one of the first things that will show up is... Um, iTunes, podcasts, and what you're going to want to do is sign in with your Apple ID, or if you don't have one, you'll create an Apple ID, and um, you'll like start your show, you'll paste in that RSS feed, and then it will take like sometimes up to five days for Apple to approve you. And then once you're approved, bam, it's on the the Apple podcast app, which is where like 70% of podcasts right. are all listened to. And then people can search it. You can go to that show, get a link from your phone or from iTunes and share it out on social media and people can go. And um, it's the number one thing you need to get on. And then Spotify, I would say is second. And then uh, Google podcast is third. Stitcher is another one that you can, again, that simple cast makes it super easy to like right. click on a button and it automatically distributes it to those. Cool. What do you think about that so far, Jamie? <laughs> um, sounds easy. That's it? You make it sound so easy. Yeah. So what's after they uh, get approved? Oh, after you get approved, then you're ready to rock and roll. So you don't ever have to touch the Apple podcast side again because you've pasted in your RSS feed. You don't ever have to go to Spotify again because you will want to go to Spotify and or like Google, how do I get my podcast on Spotify? You'll find it. You'll paste in your RSS feed, same thing. You don't have to touch Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts again. Once you get your RSS feed pasted in there, now all you do is record your episodes, upload them to your host site, right? and things get distributed. And then comes to the marketing side. So you can't just put it out there on those dis distribution platforms and expect people to discover it. It's not going to happen. The reason why we ask you to have three episodes to publish all at once is because if people do find it or you send people to it um, and the only episode you have is three minutes long and it's, hey, I'm going to start a podcast. It's going to be about this, this, and this. That's it. People want to like listen to it, but they're like, okay, well, like get me to the main course. Like, yeah. okay, let's listen to one. Well, you know how and people wanna... listen to podcasts. It's, it's a binge situation you have going on. So 100%. if you... Find a podcast you like, you like this host, you like their voice, you like what they have to say. You want to keep listening. So have like three to five episodes, I would say, ready 
and upload it in there so that they can really get a sense of what you're all about and then yes. and then get hooked so that like once you start um publishing more episodes they get notified which is a huge perk of podcasting in general like you get notified and of new episodes not like you might um if you post a post a video on your facebook page nobody's getting really notified that you just did that but when somebody subscribes to your podcast they are opting in and you don't have to you'd like it's like a an advantage of doing that it's a lot like an email newsletter where they mm -hmm. just like opt in and they start getting it and they can start getting it until they have to actively choose yep. to unsubscribe. Yep. And when was the last time you went and unsubscribed and deleted podcasts from your phone? Not very often. Yeah. I can't remember the last time that I did that. So I want, I did want to jump back. The website to get on Apple is itunesconnect.apple.com. itunesconnect.apple.com. So Chloe, make sure you get that in the, the, the show notes there. Um, and you'll log in with your Apple ID and then you can go through the whole RSS feed thing. It's worth noting that Apple's takes the longest to get approved. The rest of them are pretty quick, um, but Apple's is takes a little time, but you will get approved as long as everything is fine. Okay. Um, the marketing of the podcast. And this is why I like the Simplecast website and host site is you can go to your episodes and you can go. You can do something that that is called um, like to make a uh, uh, transcript. What do they call it? a recast? They call it a recast. You you click on recast under an episode, and you can literally select any length of time and excerpt of your podcast, and you scroll along. You can listen to it, and then you just drag this little bar across that allows you to select different portions. And as soon as you feel like you've selected a good main idea, which I would keep to like 10 to 15 to 30 seconds, you would click on the button recast and share. And it makes this cool graphic with the wavy bar, like the wavy sound bar. So people know it's a video and it turns it into an MP4, which is a video file. And you just click on the download button. It downloads your computer. You pull up Facebook or whatever social media you want and you upload that thing. It's in a square format. So you can post it on Instagram up to a minute um, in the feed. You can post it on Facebook, you can post it on LinkedIn. Um, and it just is an easy way to create micro content that you can then share and, and you can have uh, in the post, like in the copy, you should have, like what do we include in the copy in our posts? Um, we talk about what, what we talked about in the episode. We'd share kind of mm -hmm. like key takeaways of, if it's an interview, kind of what we learned from the interview E, or if it's just us talking like, the main points of what we cover so that people, even if they don't listen to the episode, they kind of still get some value in a way. I think that's also right. a helpful approach and it might take, it takes time to build an audience. So you just got to be patient and find, try different things. Like try posting a photo of you recording, try doing what doing my wife just put her head in. Oh, nice. Doing uh audio clips like Tyler's talking, posting the full episode, who knows what people are going to latch on to. So I think you just got to get, be creative and be willing to try um, a whole bunch of different things. And make sure to link to the sub, like put the subscription link in to the post every single time. Mm -hmm. And what we found is don't link to that specific episode, link to the podcast as yeah. a whole on Apple, on Google, on Stitcher, on um 
Spotify. You could also use like a link tree. Like that's probably something we should do. Just like one link they click on, takes them to a little landing page and they can pick which, yeah. which platform they yeah. want to find it. That's I, what we should probably do. I keep all of my links in my, in my phone. So, or in my notes yeah. on my phone. So I just copy and paste. Like whenever I'm done typing, writing about something or making a post, that's always the last piece that I just copy and paste in. Right. And that is totally the smart way to go. And these little efficiencies that we're talking about, you don't remember them until you need them and they get ingrained, <laughs> they get ingrained into your workflow. And suddenly the first three podcasts took you like five and a half hours to like figure out how to just upload and post about. Then it gets down to you're talking, you record something, you have it uploaded and posted and you've scheduled three posts to come out on your social media in a half hour. I mean, you just need to go through it. The real value in a podcast with regards to your workflow and with regards to building an audience is 100% consistency and length over time. Like this is, you are doing something, not looking for immediate returns. You are sticking to it for a significant amount of time. Cool. I think we could do a whole other episode on like how to market and grow your podcast, but I feel like I just wanted to keep this overview. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, we obviously will answer any questions that you have. You can reach out to us um, individually on social media, or you can uh, like find the 1017 Instagram or, or Facebook page and ask any questions. We'd love to help you just get started. We're not charging money to give advice to start your podcast. We'll tell you like, what we would do given your situation and whatever. We just want to help more people break down the barriers to them starting this thing yeah. because one, it's enjoyable. Two, it helps build your brand. And I think number three is it's an easy way to develop consistent content that you can share. Mm -hmm. It is not easy to come up with brand new video or discussion ideas like on a whim. You know, it's much easier to stick to a schedule and kind of have a framework that you can go into. Yeah. And it's fun to talk about the stuff that you love. Like this, uh -huh. this podcast, the forever game is a lot of fun. I think it was the most, the most fun thing I implemented in my, like, we talked about this in the last year into my regular routine. So have it be enjoyable because otherwise you're not going to stick with it. Totally. Totally. All right. Well, good luck. If you have questions, let us know, and we will see you next time. Peace. Hey, I hope you enjoyed that episode of the Forever Game Podcast as much as we enjoyed creating it. And I have a question for you. Do you like your social media marketing? If you're an individual or a business and you don't love the content you put out, let us help you. We love doing this stuff. We would love to give you advice. We would love to help you execute. Whatever it is you need, we want to be there to help you. Creating content for social media and marketing on social media should be fun. Let us help you do that. If you or someone you know needs help with their social media marketing, we would love, just love, if you sent them our name. We hope to talk to you soon. Stay safe. Peace.